Going off here, maker of those funky things to listen to, brings you the rhinestone rock star monster of a podcast, baby bubba. We come equipped with the stereophonic funk producing, disco inducing, twin magnetic rock receptors. If you want to see me boogie, all you got to do is wind me up. It's the going off podcast with rap critic and muse. I had no expectations as to what the phone call would have in store for me this fine afternoon. I pressed pickup on the old cell phone, the old cellular phone, and what am I met with? RC singing the <laughs> lyrics to Invisible Touch by Genesis at me. Oh, oh but with a, with a little twist, uh, I <laughs> she seems to have an invisible touch, yeah? She reaches in and needs to get sued for non-consenting sexual harassment. <laughs> <laughs> the line that always got me. She has the built-in ability. That's the to one. Everything she sees. <laughs> she has the built-in ability, like she's a robot. Is, wait, is this just a thief? Is that what he's talking about? I don't know. <laughs> it's Catwoman out this bitch. That's the line. She has the built-in ability. It was just like, wait a second, to take everything she sees. And I don't really know her. I only know her name. Well, then, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I thought it was... He doesn't really know her, right? But then also goes on to say, well, she doesn't like losing. Right, well, what the, Have you been stalking her? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> She's gonna mess up your life. You'll want her just the same. Yeah. How does he know this? <laughs> He's been taking notes, man. <laughs> In the bushes. Phil Collins is a little freak, and I think it's about time we all talked about it. And we'll, okay, as long as we're on this, uh, you know, we're talking about no jacket required. Yeah, let's do it. No jacket required. Oh, let's no. do it. My, my mom had this album. That's literally the reason why I'm thinking about these. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing this. You know, the the red face, like it's like a horror movie or something. Dude, if, um, if you look at the Phil Collins albums, they're always extreme close-ups of his fucking face. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, if you look at his first four albums, they're all just extreme close-ups of his face from different angles. That's so not creative. And then when he like, remastered what? the albums, he just took yeah. new photos in the same poses. See, I thought I had only seen the the remastered thing, so I thought it was just that album that he did that for. Oh no, it's like the first four of them. He just does that. He's just they're like he made all the music, and they're like, all right, let's shoot this album cover. Ah, fuck, I didn't have anything. Okay, how about I just shoot my? Face? <laughs> I don't want people to buy this album expecting Genesis and only getting Phil Collins. So I'm gonna make it extremely apparent on the cover. This is all you're getting is me, my big mug. Guys, guess what the name of the first album is? Face value. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's what you gotta take these albums <laughs> uh, No, uh, but what I always remember like listening to that song, I was like, wait, her name isn't Sususudio, it is Susudio. Susudia. It's only two S's, but he says, just say the word, uh, Susudio. So it's a little, it, th there's a little, uh, uh, what's that word? Not not a stutter. It's almost but like a, stutter. a A repeat, yeah, yeah, like, you know, it actually is Susudio, but Su he says Sususudio. Su so when you think, like, oh yeah, that's a song, Sususudio. <laughs> and then uh, there's this thing, it's like, what is that? That's not a real name. That's nothing. It's a placeholder. 100%. <laughs> he, he, it was put in there as like a placeholder. 
and then was like, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Well, that's so funny how it is like, we, we, I feel like nowadays we've been having these like musicals sort of like being able to go back and be like, wow, what was the inspiration for this? Uh, you know, John Lennon, why'd you write this song? Oh, you know, I wrote something about like coffee and eggs and then I changed it to yesterday or some <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, really? <laughs> we, we weren't supposed to have the access to celebrities to ask them. It's like, <laughs> right. whenever you see... These were, lyrics were supposed to be just handed down by God and, you know, already meant to be. <laughs> and now you watch the genius videos where they're sitting there <laughs> and they're breaking down their lyrics and there's seriously, like, nothing to it. It's like, hey, explain this. <laughs> and it's just, again, face value. It's like there's nothing to really read yeah. <laughs> too deep into it. But yeah, back then it was like... No one's ever going to have the chance to ask me what this means. Who cares? Of course, the infamous song, um, uh, Coming in the Air. I I feel it coming in the air tonight. Yeah, that that was absolutely about nothing. And what's so funny is that, like, it's now immortalized in that Eminem song, the theory of what the song is about. You know, it's like, remember that song in the air in the night about that guy who could have saved that other guy from drowning, but he didn't? (laughs) And then Phil saw it at a concert and then he found him. And it's like, yeah, that didn't happen at all. That was just a lie. (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck? You know, I didn't know that. And I also didn't know about that that whack-ass Eminem one. What the fuck is he talking about? Yeah, like, that, because that was the theory about what that song was about. That oh. Phil Collins saw a dude drowning and didn't, like, do anything about it. And then he saw him at a concert later on or something like that. Because the lyric is like, I saw you were drowning and I did not lend a hand. Oh, <laughs> you know? yeah, because he would just yeah, admit to that. You're right. Like, and then have no problem singing it, like, on a nightly basis, reliving this traumatic incident. The thing is, there are really stupid people out there who do give away shit, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Like, as much as I want to be like, yeah, no one would do that. But then it's like, remember that Boondocks episode where they were joking on, like, what I think actually did happen? Where it's like, oh, they played for the jury a song called Play It For The Jury. Play It For The Jury, the defendant and the plaintiff, the court reporter, and the bailiff that I beat up this guy. You know? Uh, no, that, that's what I remember it was. It was Tupac. That's what they were making fun of an episode. There was another part where, like, oh, m- the most deaf character beats up, like, a director or something like that. And what they were referencing was in the 90s when, like, uh, Tupac, like, had beat up John Singleton on the set oh. of, like, a movie or something like that. And, like, originally, like, while, you know, the case was, like, you know, it had just happened, so, like, nobody really knows anything for sure unless, if you don't say anything, you know? And he decides to go on Yo! MTV Raps and starts going, like, yo, man, if these suckers wouldn't have done it, and tell John Singleton, and then, like, you know, Dr. Dre and, like, the other guy are like, oh, whoa, whoa, hey, don't, uh, don't, maybe don't give that away. <laughs> there was another musical topic, a very, a weird lyric <laughs> that I wanted to talk about. And it's not even that the lyric's weird. It, it, it's mm-hmm. a TikTok meme. <laughs> I have not listened to the Drake 21 Savage album. Oh, yeah. I listened to it. You don't need to. It's literally just that one song at the end of the Drake uh, techno album and just stretched out into 40 to 50 minutes. It's like, oh, 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 this is the thing that you wanted. This is the only thing that really sold that anyone gave a shit. Okay, I'll do 13 more of these songs where I just use like a, a an old school 90s sound and uh, rowdy sample and then just throw him on half of it. Okay, I'll just do that. And, you know, it's so insecure. Like, <laughs> And it's about the song Rich Flex. Is that the one where he's like, uh, uh, 21, can you do something for me? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like he's like, he's either like, you know, bringing him out, you know, he's like the, uh, the announcer for him, or he's like weirdly, you know, into him. Like, oh yeah, 21, yeah, that's why. <laughs> Everyone reenacting the lyrics of the video, it like being super flirtatious, and 21 yeah. just being like, 21, just standing there. Does he know what people like? What what people I think about like how he, he sounds in that? To. Do you think he cares? Right? Because 
you remember that whole, you know, thing where he's like, oh, I'm totally aware. And, you know, if I'm aware and so that I'm aware of the memes, then that'll get you guys to stop making fun of me. And then we just didn't. And it, oh, God. Like, That's going to be the next fucking music video is him super mm. overplaying it. Like, hey, guys. Oh, no. You guys thought yeah, yeah. it was kind of sus. Aware. Now, look, I'm in on the joke. And now the joke is dead. Guys, making fun of that video is definitely out. <laughs> Have you seen the Drake video? Delete all your memes. Delete all of them. They're all obsolete now. We we helped make this. <laughs> this is the monster we helped create. <laughs> the what hath the internet rot? <laughs> we launched a brand new Black November deal, saving fifty dollars for an album review request, and uh, the folks heard us loud and clear. Loud <laughs> clear. <laughs> the queue is blowing up a bit again, as we knew it would. So, <laughs> because of that, we wanted to, this week, go ahead, knock out three reviews instead of just two. Up. <laughs> Gotta stack them up. We're ticking all the boxes this week, mm -hmm. if I dare say. We've got emo. We've got hip-hop. Uh. We've uh. got, uh... Whatever you would call the Prince album. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's like it's always like the, the wild card. That's what it is, wild card. <laughs> it's like the the R and B funk dance pop. I don't know. But, but it's also like a novelty in and of itself. You know, like <laughs> yeah. If you haven't heard it yet, you'll see. I, I was gonna start off with "Heavy Is the Head" since that's a short one. You know, ransom. And Big Ghost. And Big Ghost. Shout out to Big Ghost. Oh my goodness. I can't believe. Requested by Mick Swagburger XL. <laughs> so here we here we got our taste of hip hop, our dose. A very small dose. It was it was a bite size. Yeah. <laughs> 26 minutes. 26 minute listen, yeah. But I, I'm, I'll say it. This is a, a little engine that could have a rap album. Like it's just, it's so short. And but it does. It's like every single second is packed with like just fucking bars, bars, bars all fucking day. And just to say it myself, I fucking enjoyed the shit out of this album. Like um, I think we've listened to, and I don't think that they're like directly affiliate. I think the only connection is Big Ghost Production. But um, a West Side Gun and Conway the Machine. Okay. Like there's that. There's a similar sort of feel that all these guys have, yeah. have the Griselda sort of feel. But then when I looked it up, like he's apparently not directly affiliated with them. So I was mm. like, oh, okay. Uh, well, maybe they're from the same scene. Guy? I haven't looked into it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. don't know. Maybe someone in the chat can fill us in on that one. But yeah, I definitely got that vibe too. Yeah, someone who has more time to look up stuff than us who need to record it within a certain time frame. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought it was okay. You weren't feeling it as much. I wasn't super blown away. I didn't think any of it was bad. Yeah. With a thing like mm. Heavy is the Head and all these Kings things and these slight offhanded kind of games, Game of Thrones type mm. references, it doesn't really come up a lot. It's just kind of like a a thematic sort of like background thing because it's like in yeah. the skits you kind of hear like people sword fighting you know in the name of the king that sort of thing and you hear there's this one like old man who's like every now and then kind of says something you know this sounds very like you know the 14th century uh, 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 bard you know who's like telling the tale. I like the little accoutrements that kind of like heighten the sort of thematic like aesthetics of, of what the album's kind of trying to do but yeah like the lyrics themselves don't I mean it does every now and then but like it's not like you know it 
it, well, there's like one or two songs where it's specifically about like, oh yes, in the king's chambers with my, you know, chambermaids and whatever and what have you. But like, yeah, for the most part, it's just like, no, this is just about dope ass lyrics. We're not actually in the 1400s. It's just using the idea of a king as a, you know, representation of how fucking cool I am, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I gotta say, just the lyrics are just so fucking dope. Who do you know better? Don't make the wrong choice. I play this game without stretching because I destroy joints. Rand is at it again. I'm fully mad with the pen like Lorenzo and LaMelo. This this fellow is ill with the ballpoint, evoking your spirits like a devout Buddhist. Niggas fierce without shooters came from the dirt. That don't mean we have to amount to it. Like, mm. just little. Like, it just felt like every line was just, like, labored over, like, a fucking Hephaestus. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, banging these together. Because every time I'd be like, oh, is that a whack line? Oh, no, that was it. No, that was solid to it. Well, damn, all right. <laughs> like, and even the guest features, like, oh, it was yeah. what is it? like. It was so like consistent. Like, you know, when you listen to an album and like it wavers in quality because it's different people writing. Like with this, it felt like it was the same person writing every verse. Cause it was just like, oh, we're just at the same level of quality. Okay, all right. The only thing that I'd say like threw me off was in all the King's Men, where it's like really incredible verses. And then in the middle of each verse, it's like something that sounds like someone speaking at a funeral, but they're like way too enthusiastic to be at a funeral. Oh yeah, yeah, that's you right. <laughs> It's like, what? It's like, you got a halo and not a hashtag with your ninth grade year. I didn't pull you in when we dapped. You look so frail. I'm afraid I was going to hug you to death. Now I wish I could hug you to life. Yeah. Amen. And it's just like, why is he so enthusiastic about what sounds like a ninth grader being killed? <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> I think the only issue I had overall, and, it, and it's kind of a minor nitpick. I didn't really get much of a sense of like a unique personality throughout. Like, hmm. I liked some of the bars, but... It's just kind of not the most dynamic delivery, I guess. It's not that they're not fucking brolic with the pen. It's just like, are you really trying to hear 24 songs that is going to be the exact same? <laughs> like, you know, right. They're not going to make songs about their, you know, emotional feelings and the love that they have or, or you know, a serious topic or get a little goofy. Like, it's going to be dope ass bar for bar for bar, like dope shit. In my head, I knew I was like not feeling someone Lou from Paradise on Off With His Head. You got Vinny Paz, who I thought he had a fucking scorching ass verse, but then sandwiched around him Lou from Paradise and Ill Bill, who I thought were both okay, but you should have saved Vinny Paz for the end. Yo, I'm not gonna lie though, I kinda didn't like Vinny Paz as much. Really? And and I think it's to me, it's just like, and I hate to like, you know, uh, amount it to a stick, but it's like, I'm just kind of over the overuse of the biblical imagery. Like, it just feels uh. like he's the religious Dennis Miller. You know what I mean? Uh. Like, it's just like, you don't get this reference, do you? And here's another reference from the Bible that you probably don't get. You know, like, it's just like, okay, I get it. You, you've you gone through the Bible. You know what I mean? Uh, no. <laughs> like, I feel, I feel bad about saying that because it's not like it's not like, well put together lyrically, but like after a while, like one or two of the bars just felt like it tipped a little over into, if you don't literally know exactly what this is, you're not gonna get that, you know? Like, it's not paranoia, pie, suspicion. Abraham told his son about a vision, which has nothing to do with anything, that was just a random line that's in there. Like, that does not relate to the next line. It's just, it's not paranoia, pie, suspicion. Abraham told his son about a vision. Anyway, how you gonna make peace with Allah when it's no contrition? How you gonna call yourself a provider with no prohibition? And I'm like, I don't, what? Pro prohibition? What does that mean? What What is that? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what that means. Like, you know? As I'm looking through my notes, I'm reminding myself. I also have written down that on Blackwater, I have written down all right verse from Rome Street's kind of so-so. Um, I can't remember. I, See, I don't really remember, I remember offhand either, because just there's just yeah. so much on here. 
<laughs> it's just like every time one verse is over, it just bangs you right into another one. Like it's not like these motherfuckers ain't spitting, right? Like oh, all the King's Men, uh, just to give you an example, like just like the way the rhymes specifically are stacked, right? Like street sagas told by a tortured sinner who preach horror, speak martyr, demon whisperer, labeled a beast charmer, Pete Parker swinging through these broken cities that we fathered, teach toddlers, flashy convicted felons who beat charges, peach cobbler, food for your thought if you want your peace larger. Like holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you say? Oh, yeah, alopecia. You're missing here on this list of classic features. Cats is weaker, pulling out, putting out sleepers. You couldn't outwrap a pita. Like, holy <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, goddamn. I have from Tyranny the, um, I don't feel the need to record with liars. I'm awfully biased. I'm for all survivors. Have your jaw with wires if you thought you could try us. It was like, whoa, shit. Also, I thought this was kind of slick. I was supposed to change, like, Clark Kent mm. into Superman, but I'm still stuck in the lowest lane. Like, yeah, right. we just dope. That's pretty we just cool. offhandedly said that. I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> Blackwater. I thought there was, you know when people do, like, the repeat rhymes, but if it's, like, you kind of change it a little bit, it kind of like, oh, I get what you're doing there. Because he goes, like, if I shoot you, then I might be brainless. But if you shoot me, well, then there'll be hits on your family. Then your wife is brainless. <laughs> it's just like, oh, well, fuck. <laughs> I have an example of that with uh, Off With Your Head. We'll get back to Blackwater in a second. With Off With The Head, he goes, uh, I strategize, I cross my T's, and then I black my eyes. So mm. when the shrapnel flies, I'll cross your T's when you bat <laughs> your eyes. Like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, flipping it like that. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> On uh, Blackwater, when he says, uh, I stashed a half an M in the safest vault with the late assault. Bodies in the freezer, I leave you before your face defrosts. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, Jesus. Shit. And then, oh, the, the hook on this one was just dope, too. Like, they changed the game. We was dominating. Now they want to accommodate him. Assalamu alaikum. Now his mama praying. Got to slay him. Celebrate his life. Yeah, we holiday him. Not for playing. We put him in that work. What's your occupation? Like, goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> it was just fucking, he was foolish with these fucking flows, man. <laughs> and it had really, like, spooky, ominous beats, too. Yeah. Oh, there was one, uh, what was the song in particular that had the trumpets that was just epic? Uh... Oh, Ransom the Destroyer. Yeah, yeah. That's the one I was like, oh, all right. Fucking Conan the Conqueror out this bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that was the one the lyrics as well. It's like, spit verses, even the Lord slanders. No more glamour. Dropping shit on this world as heavy as Thor's hammer. Mm. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Just dope shit, man. Just dope shit. Um, like, there one or two skits kind of felt like a little, like, I don't think we needed more than one of this, because I feel like it's the same point, like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I don't even remember the skits. Yeah, it was just like, oh, you rained, and that's what he did. It's like, I mean, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, like, it's not like it's actually telling a story, you know, so it's just kind of, like, the same, you know what I mean? And then, yeah, like I said, I like the, the last lyric on King's Ransom. It's about time that I feast and play with my winches. I throw them out of the bed when it's time to lay with my empress. Just first of all, that line, just like the, oh, yeah, beat your doves. Oh, get out of here. My wife's here. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got to flee the soldiers who told us to stay by the entrance. Got a king's hand, advisor, a wizard, and my uh, apprentice. Kind of senseless. I know that they're plotting to kill me. Shit is foul, but heavy is the head that wears the crown. Fast forward, I'm on the ground. My son, the heir to the throne, holding me down. He gonna regret it because every king gets beheaded. <laughs> and it's like, oh. <laughs> I did think there was like a corny ass deep voice laugh on that track that I was yeah, just like, yeah, one or two times. Eh. Yeah. Anytime anyone does a deep, what was I listening to where someone <laughs> does the deep Anytime there's a voice deep, thing. like a pitched down laugh, it's like, all you right. You know what I'm trying to say? What, oh, I think it was, it was Macklemore. Oh, <laughs> Macklemore? 
<laughs> on the unholy mess I made, uh, uh, album, I, I didn't get to review, but I think you and somebody else uh, Me and got Rav to it. reviewed it. Yeah. God, and there was, was a the deep voice laugh on there? <laughs> yeah, it was a Brad, it was that Brad Pitt's cousin fucking oh, trash ass song. Oh god, no. Yo, me and Brad, we cuzzo. It's like stop oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Like the reason why I fucked with McLemore at first, you know, it, I wouldn't even even have called him like the best rapper or anything, but it's like, oh, he was unique. He was doing his own thing. He was making his own type of songs. That's what I like fucked with him for. And then when I started seeing him do the, remember he did the Marmalade song with Lil Yachty? It's just like, Marma- no, the fuck is asking the fuck for is this? That? Like, yeah, that was so fucking whack. And it was just like, it was clearly when he had, uh, I think he had like parted ways with Ryan Lewis. So like oh. even the interesting production that kind of made him stand out wasn't there anymore. So it's like, uh, what are we here for now? Yeah, <laughs> like, I, yeah. I don't think I noticed that there was a separation there. But yeah, he, I didn't, I didn't, I do remember not seeing his name yeah, on the most recent single go? either. Yeah. yeah, so Macklemore is just, you know out on his own yeah I, i've never thought he was that bad it was just like clearly like a uh, it's like a, oh this kid has heart but then whenever you hear him like try to do like speed rapping it's like okay that's not really speed rapping but okay you know like it's like you know what i mean and i mean he got a beat like i gave a little speed to a great white shark on shark week you know it was okay for what it was yeah yeah you know i always kind of like when macklemore doesn't take himself too serious and he's being the goofy rap guy Sure, i love but, those songs yeah but then sometimes it's just too much like on am cousin it's like you need to find yeah, that, right. that sweet spot, man, because yeah. you could easily fall right into a fucking pool full of corn, you know? Yeah, like, you, you want so goofy that, you want the Will Smith uh, charisma goofy where it's like, oh, that guy's so silly, I would hang out with him instead of like, oh my god, that guy, you don't want the, the Tom Green, oh, my bum is on your lips and I'm pulling my pants down and I'm falling all over and nobody, like, nobody thinks that's cool, you know what I mean? No one's here for the lonely <laughs> Swedish. The thing with Will Smith was, he was goofy, but he was cool. Macklemore never came off as cool. Yeah, and, and it, I think like part of it was he was like leaning into it, right? I know I'm the white guy. I know, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, but there's a certain level where again you gotta balance the lean. <laughs> you gotta ba- It's like Michael Jackson in the Smooth Criminal video. You get, you gotta balance the lean. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta have your feet fixed with that weird notch <laughs> that right. slides into the ground. That you didn't tell other kids about, so now they're trying to imitate the thing and just falling on their faces their like I did. Noses and shit. <laughs> but but uh, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> when I rated this album, I came down with a three and a half. I imagine I might come out with a four if I listen to it again. I gave it a straight up five. I, Damn, I thought it was wow, solid. Okay. Uh, yeah, like it was just every song was so just like doing a good job that I was just like, okay, all right. <laughs> You know, all right, you pay, this song passes. Yes, you pass. Okay, this song passes. You know what the assignment is. Yes, yes. You know, like, it was just, it was boring. Like, honestly, having to rate it, just be like, yeah, this one's good, too. I'm like, all right, fine, this is good, too. Like, you know. A big thing and a big challenge and a hurdle, I guess, when it comes to the podcast is how little time we have with the albums, really. <laughs> Theoretically, yeah, we did get requested these albums like about a week. months yeah. ago, so we had oh, time yeah, to listen we, to them. We've got others. We've got other songs to listen to. Yeah, we, we <laughs> have other. Yeah, we're doing other albums. We're doing other projects. We got other stuff going on. 
and also I like to think like I, I feel like because you know there's a certain level of people who are like oh man you how could you listen to that album you're not like a fan of it so your opinion doesn't count it's like no most people aren't a fan of most artists music so that's how most people are gonna be listening to it so I think it's only fair to come at it mostly from that perspective a lot of the time you know what I mean like it can help if you know the artist and oh it gives you a special extra little something there that you can like glom onto but it's like most people aren't gonna know about that you know it's not like oh you know if only you knew that uh more about uh the supremes when they made baby love that would make you really like the song it's like no if you, you engage with it at the level that you engage with it you know what i mean yeah like um, i was just thinking about how an album will come out and i'll be like double checking to see what fantano has to say about it and then the video will come out like two weeks later and i'll be like man he really sat on that one like where hey, that's good you know take your time you know yeah you gotta take your time so I fully understand that you're not going to get the exact same kind of review from us that you're going to get. Like, I, I got a comment, and, and I, I don't want to address it Oh, he's it giving outright. you the nuts and bolts. That, that's Anthony Fantano, what he does. We're, we're giving you the, the, you know, the conversation about our, our emotional involvement with it. See, there's two different mediums. Yeah. You can't, <laughs> apples and oranges. I'm just talking about how this shit hit me in the moment. Um, yeah. What was the comment? Something like, not, um, I've come to the conclusion that not everyone is, is cut out to review music and y'all just aren't or some shit like that wow and i'm just like man uh, I'm, I'm glad we, we can get paid, the authority though. from <laughs> I, i'm glad we could get the authority from random ass motherfucker uh, 043 about, <laughs> yeah. like, that was the true uh you know the blessings of whether or not we were able to review music <laughs> yeah when people start specifically paying you to review albums that they want to hear your thoughts on i'll you know take that shit more serious <laughs> i'm just putting it out oh my there. god we're, we're being the internet people who are like oh yeah uh, random person well uh actually no i never said i'm actually don't put that in my mouth but um yeah and i'm not making excuses either i'm just saying that we're not we're not the officiators on whether or not you're like we're just telling you how we feel you know and that's all we can do i'm sorry <laughs> it is also a little suspicious that these that these comments almost always pop up on reviews of Kanye albums oh, and Eminem that we're albums. Of. Yeah, no one's ever coming to like the albums that we reviewed well and going like, oh, well, I think that's just your opinion uh, because I think the fan base doesn't like this album. So nobody, no, that never happens. Nobody has ever left a comment on an episode of our podcast saying what that album was trash. How did you rank it that high? Except for maybe that one time you gave the Eminem album a four. I don't know. <laughs> but besides that, everybody just kind of lets us get away with it. They're, they're only <laughs> mad when we give it a low rating. They're never... And again, see, that was an Eminem album, see? It's contentious when it's an Eminem album, see? <laughs> I, I think it was the... Oh, which uh, album was it? I think it might have been Music to Get Murdered by. I don't think they liked our take no, on that No, it couldn't one. have been. It couldn't have been. It was the one before, the one with the American flag where he's no, like, oh, that, shame on this country. That right? was the one you gave a four. I'm yeah. saying the one the guy uh, left a comment on oh. <laughs> was the uh, Music to Get Murdered by album review. Oh, Jesus Christ. How could that be the one? I just don't. <laughs> I don't even remember what like, I said about dude, that album. He's so like he's like clearly over rapping at that point, and this is like, how can you enjoy this? <laughs> you know, he's like he's like a robot that's just like malfunctioning. He's like, I can't stop over lyricizing everything. <laughs> See, I, I, I'm finding myself at a crossroads of I'm very happy that random people are finding our videos, and it's not just <laughs> right? the same group of people watching our videos over and over <laughs> again that new eyes are getting on the video but at the same time 
How old is that video? Were you just <laughs> randomly searching for people you didn't know reviewing albums and you're like, hey, I really want to know what these what, what these two people got to say about this Eminem album that's like two years old or <laughs> whatever. It's like, this is very random. Seven billion people, you know. Eight now. Oh, God damn it. I know. Ju- just yesterday, we reached eight billion. Oh, man. We got to step it up. We got a whole new billion possible eyes on our shit. I mean, you know, we got... We, oh, yeah, exactly. The potential. Like, oh, man, we got to straighten our ties. Ooh. The fucking pressure. <laughs> oh, God, it's on. <laughs> Let's get on to this next one. <laughs> I imagine we're talking about... um, How do you pronounce this? Yeah. Carissa's... Carissa's weird. Is this, But it's not spelled weird. Wired? Oh, wait. Yeah, I guess you do spell weird. Yeah, because the E, because I before E, except never C, except for these words, which of course would be weird because it's weird. Uh, yeah, it's, it's spelled W I E R D. So that's, I, that's you know, not it how would you just spell be weird. It would just be the emphasis, right? You, it would be Carissa's weird. Oh! You see, you see, yes. Okay. Uh, a weird, like a fjord. <laughs> well, you know, a goofy pronunciation, little play on word pun with the name of the band, that makes a oh, lot of sense. Fun. With a band <laughs> like this, with an album like this, which is not at all serious at all. Oh, you know they gotta get the little goofball in. in. <laughs> you gotta get your jokes in, you gotta get your ha-has in there where you can. <sighs> Uh, songs about leaving. Uh, songs thank about you so leaving. Much to, thank you to SMS stuff. SMS tough. SMS SM stuff. Uh, oh. for this request. Sure. <laughs> Thanks. Oh man. And boy, oh boy, when I started listening to this, I was like, wow. It's stra- Have you played the game Life is Strange? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I get it. <laughs> this is so Life is Strange core. Like, <laughs> to all of you American girls at the movies, very emotional songs that are always down tempo and never go any faster than 75 BPM. <laughs> like, I've got a video game <laughs> reference for the fucking... Batman album, I gotta remember it. You just, you just yeah. remember it. You just reminded me. <laughs> okay. I like emo stuff, right? I've even on this on the podcast said before that, um, you know, Mountain Goats, Father John Misty. Oh, oh, for sure. I like some depressing stuff. It's it's fine. <laughs> I am a much bigger fan of when the music and the and the tone of the lyrics or whatever are kind of juxtapos- are juxtaposed. Um, so it's like, oh, you got some dark lyrics, but the music's kind of upbeat or something. Mm. Now, I totally understand and respect what they were going for with this album, but my God, this was not for me at all. And I just got to say at the top, and again, we're just talking about how shit hits us, hits us personally. I know y'all are going to get sick of hearing this. My fucking misphonia, man. <laughs> you got your oh, lips no, what happened? all the way on the fucking microphone. You're just whispering oh, yes. into that goddamn oh, shit. Yeah. I can't stand that. <laughs> so you've got a couple different vocalists on here. Who I think mm-hmm. there's there's person who has a more masculine sound that's whispering all the time. Yeah. And then you got someone with a little bit more of a feminine voice who's digging more of the singing. I will take them every day of the week. That person who's whispering on every song, get the fuck out of here. I can't stand that shit. I hate the sound of that. And that person's on every song. Oh. The, the female voice, like, comes and goes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, there I are, noticed. like, two of them. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. 
And I just gotta say, man, like these all just run together. That's my problem. It's like, as I'm listening to it, I was just like, it's not that these aren't like, you know, well-made. Like, it's not like I'm like, oh, these guys were just dicking around, farting around. Like, no, I can tell that these were like compositions that they really put a lot into, but I'm sorry if they all sound at the same exact place all the time, it doesn't matter. Cause my brain is just going, what's the difference between that song and this song? You know what I mean? Like, Do you remember when yeah. we reviewed uh, La Dispute Wildlife? And that was kind I, of like an emo song. Yeah, and a I, lot yeah, of the songs on there you. were kind of like about the same thing. But mm. I don't know, man. The energy was there. Like, I was just thinking about how, like, that album was kind of like the central theme was I'm I left my hometown and I'm sad about it. Like, I miss mm. everyone back home. And right. This yeah. One, it gives you something to really feel and go through. And oh, yo, go on. And this one is mainly just about like. I guess dealing with a breakup, I guess. Yeah, and now they say uh, at some point that uh, the person might have, uh, uh, you know, uh, committed, might have killed themselves. Like the person dealing that he with was the in breakup. the relationship with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, and, they, like they, they went through the breakup and they couldn't handle it. And then, yeah, like that could be up for uh, the listener's interpretation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um... But, uh, and it, that's the thing, it's like, I don't even hate these songs. Like like I said, as I'm listening to it, it's like, they are well-made songs. I don't even think, like, I gave any of these, like, really bad ratings. It's just that, like, am I going to listen to this? Because, like, th that's the thing no. I want to take into account for real, for real, right? Like, how much is this enjoyable as a project to listen to? And it's like, and this is very competent music. It's just not like, oh, yeah, throw on it. Like, it, this is so, you have to be in a very, very specific mood. <laughs> you know what I mean? I only really enjoyed... Okay, I didn't actually really enjoy any of them, but... The, oh, no, the, you was just not feeling it at all. <laughs> the, the ones I thought were... That hit me a little bit harder, I'll say. Um, mm. So You Want to Be a Superhero. Mm, I thought mm. that one was kind of cool. I liked how yeah. the cadence got kind of janky at points mm. where like they weren't keeping on the time anymore, and it kind of was like... If you're feeling bad and it's really starting to get to you, yeah, you might lose your place and stuff like that. Like that right. kind of like, ooh, ooh, like it added a different element, a different dynamic to it that I thought was cool. I also liked um, They'll Only Miss You When You Leave. I liked that also because they mixed it up a little bit. And I also right, yeah, thought that like yeah. the lyrics were a bit more substantial. I feel like a lot of these just a lot of these songs all just kind of say the same thing over and over again. It's like because I, when I listen to certain parts, like there are poignant lyrics that I that uh, do make me go like, "Ooh, that actually hit a little hard." Like, yeah, yeah, that 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 said something a little bit there. What was it? Um, like uh, it says, "Was it me who acted that way? Is it you who should stay?" I don't recall ever acting that way. Was it was it you who should have stayed? Like, and silently leaving the room. Like, I liked how that actually points at like how relationships can be, where you're like wait, I don't know who really was at fault. Was it both of us? Was it a mixed thing? Like, you know, like him really trying to cycle through and really trying to like figure that out. You know, yeah. I, I thought like when I can feel the honesty of the emotion pulling through and really hearing how it connects outside of just hashtag sad boy hours, mm. you know what I'm saying? Then I'm able to really go like, oh, I can push, put myself into that emotion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah, when, when the lyrics get like a little too cryptic, I'm just like, I don't, 
Like the music is pulling from a very emotional place, but if it's too cryptic, I just don't know what's being said. Like the piano song I feel like was the worst one where it's like, oh yes, music, really good sounding music. And then barely any lyrics until the tail end. And then what he's saying isn't like, you'll find release somewhere between the tree and its shade when you go away. Heaven's a distance, not a place. And I'm like, I'm... I'm not sure what that was supposed to mean. I liked that as a lyric, but according to Genius, it's it's like lifted from someone else's song. So it's like a quote. Huh. I think the song I ended up giving the lowest rating overall was the first one. I think it just kind of put me in a mood of just like, fuck, man, <laughs> oh, is this no. really what this is going to be? And I wasn't <laughs> feeling it. And the vocals, like, you know, the singing, I was just like eked by. But I got to say, like, the haunting violins on Silently Leaving the Room... Right. The fucking guitar mm. riffs on Ignorant Piece of Shit. There, oh, yeah. There are a lot of really cool musical moments on this album. It fuses together a little, yeah. And I um, will say, in true going-off fashion with our coincidences, we get to um, a new holiday, November 16th, and I'm sitting there listening to this album taking notes on November 16th. It's like, yeah. whoa! <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> what that happened? And yeah, I'm also going to say this up front. Genius didn't say one way or another. If any of this, if any of this album is based on any true events or anything that happened to real people, tragedies, I, I don't mean to sound insensitive when we're like joking about this, but Genius didn't make it sound like any of this was like an actual thing. So I'm just going off what I read. And either way, like, I'm sorry, but, like, if someone, if if uh, the dude who made The Room was like, oh, but this is really emotional, uh, someone died, and so I made, it inspired me to make this movie, it's like, I, that's not gonna make me make the movie give more respect to it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, it still has to be doing something, right? Now, I'm not saying that this is The Room, but I'm just giving an extreme no. example to say, like, it still matters what you do with, with the piece. Like, it, like, yes, that can mean something to you, but I'm not you, so you have to make me care, you know? Um, but like I said, like, but I'm still kind of conflicted because, like, I do think that they're really good, solid lyricism at points. And I think that they're, like, that's the thing that's throwing me. It's like when something can be competently made, but I'm still not necessarily, like, feeling it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Oh, now, I did like uh, September Come Take This Heart Away. Again, moments like this where it feels like a real tone poem with real, like, you know, it, it sounds like this could have been a song from the 40s or something like that that's really, like, cryptic, you know, where he says, like, I hope the seasons treat you well, I hope the seasons treat you kind, as kind as I never was, as comforting as I could never be. All these windows bring in the cold air. I hope you have a coat to keep you warm, warmer than those last times we spoke, warmer than the last words we said. I'm sure the wind blows gently on you now. I hope that nothing will ever remind you of me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that little, you know, it's just like, oh, I hope wind around you is doing better than I do. And I hope I in no way <laughs> am reminding, it, nothing reminds you of me because I'm realizing how shitty I was. You know what I mean? Like, when I was able to get that emotion of like, oh, shit, like, you know, realize, like, oh, damn, I was the problem. <laughs> you know? I, I think it uh, comes down to I would have had a better time taking in the lyrics if the vocals weren't delivered so flat or the lyrics weren't delivered so flat. A little samey, yeah. It's all very dry. So it all just kind of yeah, yeah. hits you all at the same kind of intensity. So it's like, I'm not really feeling the emotion on this, so I can't really empathize with it as much as I would be if it was more heart-wrenching in the delivery, mm. like going back to the law dispute, like there was emotion on that album. You're fucking screaming. Yeah. It's agonizing. It's like, holy shit. 
you're really going uh, through it. But then it's like, eh, I yeah, don't know. I remember it, ignorant piece of shit started off with like a cowbell. It was like, don't, don't, don't. I was like, oh, okay, here's the beat. And then it just kind of went, yeah. more slow cellos. I was like, oh. <laughs> there, there was actually on uh, September Come Take This Heart Away, there was a noise that I couldn't tell if it was in my room so I had to take my headphones off and be like, is this on the song or is this in my room? Where it sounds like something is, like when you would have a piece of uh, ribbon tied to an oscillating fan and it would just kind uh, of blow and kind of flutter. Right. It was that kind yeah. of whirring in the background and I was like, is that in the song? Because that's kind of cool. <laughs> it's like a just a really little vibration going on that I was like, oh, that, that, that adds something kind of nice. I like that. It starts and it hits in a way that like fills up the whole space with this wall of sound. But it's like, it's one of those things where it's just like, it feels like it never stops just being this exact same consistency of wall of sound, you know, like. I remember thinking the lyrics to that one were cool though, where it was talking about like, like a ghost that was like in the room or something and like blood was dripping from the ceiling. Like, like that one actually painted a fucking like, Mm. creepy picture of like oh fuck what happened you know yeah what was the other one where i thought uh did a good job of missing i think was it they'll only miss you when you leave yeah when, when he gets little moments of like imagery and like because it's the, spe the specificity of what he says like telephones and postcards with misshapen hearts besides the names i've read these letters for the hundredth time today i rearranged analyzed the words tried to find something between the lines that wasn't there at least now i can see through those worn out lines and torn up pages don't know how i'll fall asleep today <laughs> like mm. you know like I, I like that that actually like really brought me into the moment and then like it was one of those things like I could see the cards, you know what I mean? The misshapen hearts beside the names and him yeah. like looking at trying to find like what was the thing that and again you're kinda like left ambiguous is like, is this about like, oh, someone had like, you know, off themselves and so it's just like, oh, trying to see like what's the is this the thing that lets me know that this is telling me that they were sad? Or it's like or it could be like is this the thing telling me that they actually weren't happy with me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Yeah, yeah, like it, it allows you to sort of uh uh, to, to, you know, be ambiguous and, and fill in the blanks yourself. And then, of course, having the imagery of the image is like, the, sl the storm will slowly close in on me. You know, so, like, I like that it gives you that, like, the emotion tied in with the imagery that really puts you in the moment, you know? Farewell to all these rotten teeth, I just thought was whack. It was just like... Really? Uh, I thought that was okay. Like, uh, no, it's not that it was... It was just like, it just felt like the typical song. And then halfway through, it's like, oh, hey, we're kind of doing something. And then it just kind of didn't really, really change up. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, mm, okay, you know? It livened up a bit towards the end. But yeah, it was, yeah, just yeah. Like I remember it was that too now, late yeah. for it. Yeah. <laughs> and I had, I had written down, and I have a feeling that, like, if I would have heard this song on its own in a playlist... I wouldn't have really felt as, you know, negative about it. But mm. because I've sat through eight songs so similar to it already right. by this right. point, like this one would have been fine on its own. But with that context, I couldn't really enjoy it. And I also have written down for low budget, slow motion soundtrack song for leaving. I wrote down, oh, so this is slow motion? <laughs> Not everything up to this fucking point. This right. is slow motion. Oh, now we want to get self-aware. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. By that point, I was just over it, unfortunately. I just kind of checked out. 
Like, it honestly felt like the song titles were trying to liven up the mood. Like, you know, like, you have that title, and then the one right before it is, Sophisticated Fuck Princess, Please Leave Me Alone. It's like, whoa, where was this? Yeah, <laughs> like, no way. This was not the song titles a couple of tracks ago. You like, can't you do know? that. that that's, yeah. that. That's way too Fallout Boy, My Chemical Romance yeah. for this. You can't get away with that. And the song is not that at all, you know? It did not reflect it. And, um, and this is the one where, like, even though I actually remember liking it more, but it was just like, he, there were so many percussive P's up against the mic that the female singer was doing. It was oh, just like, the what's going on? Peas. Yeah, you notice that? I <laughs> didn't pick like up on the plosive P's. too close to the mic. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, what was the last track? Oh, March 19th, 1983, It Was Probably Green. This feels like the, 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 the apex of what I felt about this album, where it's just like, it's not great. But it's not bad. It's certainly doing something. And I'm not sure if it's really tapping into the emotion here, but it's kind of like, because like the idea I think of the song is that like, oh, you know, when someone dies, we kind of, you know, put put on our own sort of way that we feel about them to make ourselves feel better. So it's like, oh, I'm putting in these, you know, superfluous details. Oh, she probably liked the color green, you know, like (laughs) that's kind of like a thing we're doing. But it's just so like, just feels like a nothing line. Like it's like, after she died, we decided to believe that her favorite color was probably green. It's just like, so I got a two and a half. Uh, I, I I give this a three and a half. Three and a half. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I actually gave it a two point seven five. So I'm gonna bump it up to oh, a three. Oh, look at you! Fuck all that shit. Let's get <laughs> get the funk up. <laughs> Thank That's you, right. Ryan Holter, for requesting Batman by Prince. Batman. Man, oh man, the goddamn Prince <laughs> Batman the soundtrack. The Batman soundtrack. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so glad that we get requests like this because I've seen this movie for years Ooh. and have never heard all of these whole songs yeah, whole. that's the thing. <laughs> There's a couple songs on here that I yeah. fuck with so hard, right? <laughs> Other right. ones, I can honestly tell you, I've never heard. And after listening oh, yeah. to this album, I don't really care to listen to it again. Uh. But... That is not to say that this album is not without its absolute fucking bangers oh this is quite a time starting with the future bit of a minimalist low-key i think like it's not the best track but i think it like has a little bit of slappage you know what i mean this is a really interesting song to start the album with really not putting your best foot forward (laughs) (laughs) but like you had just said the fucking the sick bass solo right after princess Wait a minute. And everything just kind of stops. Yeah. And then there's a little bass solo. It's like, ooh, shit. And but what's funny, though, is that, like, the hook is like, you know, I've seen the future and it will be. You know, I've seen the future and it works. So, like, when this happens and you think it's going to be the hook again. So, like, it just sounds a little funny. Like, it sounds like he thought he saw the future, but then he fucked up. It's like, I've seen the future and it will be. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, <laughs> oh, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, like fucking Raven Simone over here. The, the <laughs> prophecy didn't go the way he wanted. <laughs> and I also liked oh. the, um, I don't exactly, I, I know it's just like a vocal synth uh, sample, but that like, ooh, ooh. Oh, yeah, ooh. the whole thing. <laughs> I always like when people do that. The fucking Mark Mothersbaugh Rugrats. Right. <laughs> fucking like v- voice on a keyboard shit. I was yeah, like Yeah, leading that. into the weird fakeness of the sound, yeah. <laughs> But fucking electric uh, share. Oh, man. Yo. This God was damn. one. This was one I was not very familiar with. 
Yeah, yeah, me neither. Wow. Okay, now, can I say this? I actually don't think the hook is as good, but everything else is explosive. (laughs) It's right out the fucking gate with these loud-ass drums and bass. drums! Oh, it's so 80s. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Like, as I was listening to it, like, I didn't think Batman. I was thinking, like, this sounds like it should be, like, in a Spider-Man movie, something more colorful and and popping and crazy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the whole, uh, Put me in the electric chair for all my future crimes. I was like, eh, okay. But the, yeah. you whispered something. It took my mind out. Like a G. G flat major. <laughs> With the E in the bass. Your face looks so good. I want to touch your mouth. My brain is jacking all over the place. Yeah. Can we just talk so about... Like, oh, the 31st century, like, uh, sex-crazed, but techno, like, infused sort of lyricism. <laughs> I always, I always see this movie as more of a movie for kids. And I don't know why. Because it's not a kid's movie. But yeah, no, it... the thing is... Hmm. And what people these days need to understand <laughs> is that, that, that we come from a different time, right? Oh, sure. Where there was a time period where especially movies that would get, like, cartoon adaptations, like, mm. let's just say, for example, like, you would have an action figure toy line for RoboCop, right? Or Rambo. (laughs) Or Rambo. Or the Toxic Avenger. (laughs) And then you would see the fucking movie and it's like, oh, holy shit. This movie's violent as fuck. This movie's gross. (laughs) But then he's like, oh, well, there's this little cute little toy line marketed to kids. And I always just kind of look at Batman. Yeah, it's the cigarettes of Hollywood, right? (laughs) You kid that's supposed to be watching this movie. But here's this cool thing that's going to help you remember it. (laughs) Because you know it's cool. (laughs) Like, Batman, I can't help but associate with, like, the Dick Tracy movie. Where it's, like, Right, it's the same time, yeah. It's around that same time. It's based on a property from the fucking 30s and 40s, you know? But when you look at the movie... The movie's really fucking violent. Someone gets fucking, like, electrocuted, like, joy buzzard hand to death. And you <laughs> see the true. fucking charred skeleton in a fucking chair. Like, <laughs> that movie's fucking brutal. But oh, still, <laughs> when I listen to the soundtrack and I hear lines like, my brain is jacking all over the place, I'm like, I can't help but picture kids picking up this album and listening to these fucking lines. And there's more later. There's way oh, nothing more later. Oh, not America. <laughs> But it's like, holy shit, man. Like, Prince in the background of Electric Chair, he's just straight up making fuck noises. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, we'll get to those fuck noises. <laughs> he's and just then moaning and humping in the background. It's like, Jesus yeah. Christ, He's humping the track. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, Whoa. I saw. And then the, these lyrics. Okay, let's just say this right now. 98% of these lyrics have nothing to do with Batman. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, nothing at all. Absolutely not. No fucking way. And, w- and when they do, it's honestly kind of jarring. Yeah, it's like, what? Wait, uh, is this about Batman? This sounds like like Batman actually like just lives, like we're actually getting the playboy life of Batman and then like seeing like the 2% of the life where he actually has to fight crime. Sometimes it's like, oh, BT does the yeah, I should probably stop that penguin. Like, you know? it, it's the fucking song and it's one that I wasn't as high on uh, Vicky waiting. Oh no! Yeah. Where, <laughs> where 
Prince is essentially the Joker. He even says like, um, <laughs> sure, alternates between Batman and the Joker. It seems he says whatever floats this this Joker's boat is whatever yeah. this Joker will bang. Holy shit! <laughs> but like, this is also what I wasn't aware of is that at the time of the movie, Prince was dating Kim Basinger. Oh, who played Whoa. Mickey in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, so he's like oh. He just got done banging Kim Basinger He's like, ah, oh, let me go write another song for this album <laughs> write a song about the character you play In this movie Yeah. What but, you writing, babe? Oh, nothing <laughs> Just doing a uh, techno remix <laughs> But there's also this line From that same song This is such a Prince couplet Here, the I tell her the joke about the woman Who asked her love Why is your organ so small? He replied, I didn't know I was playing in a cathedral. Vicky didn't laugh at all. Ho, oh, oh, ho, Prince. <laughs> hey, look, he's actually, em- look, he's embodying the Joker. He's like, okay, if I'm going to do the Joker, I got to tell at least one joke. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, that's that's uh, Prince's don't rub another man's rhubarb moment. <laughs> right. It's yeah. just a little jokey thing he says. <laughs> and then oh going back to electric chair there was it this one? Oh yeah because like his voice is just so fucking cool i feel like yeah. we talk a lot about his highs but we don't give enough credit to the lows like this man really is a bass baritone who has a really good falsetto that's what he tricked people <laughs> into thinking that he was a tenor this motherfucker has way too low of a voice for a fucking tenor you know what i mean mm. um like when he uh first of all the spicy little lyrics is like i saw your friend first that's who i danced with all the time i was watching you oh. <laughs> like oh, oh the music rocked us our lives shocked us and then like making us see a trippy picture shoot and this is the point where like the deep voice mixes with the high voice and it always sounds so awesome when he does that you know what i mean um picture shoot yeah, yeah picture shoot <laughs> and then now now uh, we get to the arms of orion another track i really did enjoy but again i'm like what the fuck does this have to do with batman <laughs> I I guess there's moments in the movie Where they go to space Like where does this play Yeah I want to know And this was a single Like they fucking released this with a b-side and everything Oh of course You you can't have the the Batman soundtrack Without the song about the arms of Orion Just like in 1995 You couldn't have Batman Forever Without you know something about a kiss on the rose on the gray Or some bullshit Oh that's right I don't know Batman movies just have to have weird random imagery That have nothing to do with Batman yeah, this one, this is with Sheena Easton, a little... Yes, dude. fucking Sheena Easton! Yeah, of course, like, of course it yo, is, it's Prince you, in the mid-80s. Okay. So I heard that this album, before I'd ever listened to this album, I heard like a podcast with someone talking about this, uh, the main song, uh, and how it's like, oh, this, these are just a bunch of Lucy's that he just kind of threw together. These are just like, uh, you know, I don't want to put out a full album, but these are the stuff I have hanging around. And it's just that moment where you go like, Wait, this is the stuff you had hanging around? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, hold the fucking phone, <laughs> you know? Because, like, Arms of Orion, I got to say it, this is the, like, the most, like, their sw- singing is so sweet and tender. It's, mm. like, right in the fucking pocket in a way that's just, like, god damn. Vicky Waiting was the one where I felt was the lesser version of this. But um, yeah. it reminded me of, like, the other albums we listened to from him, like Slow Love, where it's just like that, mm, you just want to 
turn off that radio on that on that really shitty radio you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh, like from the 90s where it like clearly sounds like clock radio speakers you know what i mean and, and just like start making love with the curtains over who cares who sees it who cares the, the quality of the sound isn't that good this is, i'm just feeling this you know like <laughs> see i was kind of on the fence about um the arms of orion oh. i thought it was a little shaky to start oh um, too schmaltzy for you i thought it kicked once it kicked in and sheena joined in but i didn't really buy their like chemistry i get that i didn't really think they they mixed too well on this one mm. i think they both sound great yeah individually sounded great but yeah um it's not it's not usurping uh uh was it uh i just can't stop loving you or whatever <laughs> yeah no um, uh, like this isn't going on any countdowns of like most romantic movie themes, you know. Right. Love lifts um, us up where we like it's never right. gonna be in that um, echelon, you know. And the one thing, although like although I enjoyed the track more, the one thing I really didn't like is that at the tail end where the, like this synth solo comes in that just kind of feels like it like is lost and kind of goes out of whack at the end where you're just like, oh what what was that? <laughs> yeah, th there's a lot of times on this album where things just kind of happen. And yes. <laughs> I guess it makes sense if there's that like, oh, this is just things I had lying around, you know? That that's what it is. Like when I hear that, uh, we, oh, these are just a bunch of Lucy's hanging around. Like I don't get that for the most part. And then I hear little points that are just like, oh yeah, you probably wouldn't have put that on a track that you actually like wanted to like stamp, you know? Like yeah. Now we get to goddamn gentlemen. Let's broaden our minds, Lawrence. Lawrence? <laughs> Oh, pumping the fucking uh, cane up in the air. <laughs> this fucking song. This is the song I so like when I think the Batman yes, movie. Yes, ma'am. This is the scene I think about. <laughs> fucking Joker dancing around the museum, smashing all the shit. Like Who knows painting Joker faces on busts and shit. Yeah, just causing chaos just for its own sake. And be like, oh yeah, BT Dubs, I wanted to get to Vicky Vela, but at first I need to spend five minutes just fucking around with this <laughs> with this museum. But but this song really does fuck me up. Like it Jesus, rips. the part where the fucking <laughs> horns just come in randomly. Like, <laughs> Oh hey, new king down. Oh. He he has a certain voice that he uses because it's not it's on this song and it wasn't on the previous songs where it's like it's like Kid Prince, you know what I mean? Like you're like you can hear it's a little higher in his timbre and he sounds like a, like a bratty kid who's who's like you know regardless you know he's that shit. You know what I'm saying? There was it's a like, song I wasn't really high on. What was it called? Uh, mm. Something House. Hmm. It, it was it was just like shut up already, damn. Oh, what was that song? That yeah, that voice yeah. Where like I was like, this is obnoxious. Party man <laughs> is the shit though. It's like right. This is like I don't know what the difference between the two necessarily <laughs> right. is. I haven't listened to the song in a minute. But something about it. I think, honestly, the music of Party Man is just way cooler. Yeah, and I think the music of this is just cool. Because I, when I listen to that other song, it sound, it feels a little, it has a little datedness on it. Where it's just like, I can I can hear the, you know, the sort of like, uh, the bit of scratchiness to, to you know, the old, the oldness of others. But Party Man, this shit is fucking evergreen. <laughs> it was, I think it was also trying to be like a hip hop song. And that really didn't yeah. work either. I guess it, it kind of fit it, into the was. feeling kind of dated. Yeah, it was emulating the sound, but it didn't really know what hip hop really sounded like yet. It, it, that's what I get with like some of the tracks on this album. It feels like it feels like 
proto New Jack swing. It's like right before oh. the hip hop guys really came in and said, this is what New Jack is sounds like. This is like 1989. So it would be like 1990 when that would have happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, okay, so we got Party Man track. I fucking love. Can I just say like, is this just a random Jamaican woman every now and then? On the okay. Stage? Yeah. <laughs> so, I never happening? knew what she was saying <laughs> until I read like, it on Genius. And it felt like she never like fit anywhere like it wasn't like oh she only comes in after the hook it just seems like she's like what the fuck like just this woman just randomly buzzing around this track <laughs> it's like who is this person <laughs> the, the, the part i have quoted especially because of what prince says right after it is when she says say i ought to knock you in but don't come no and then prince says if it break when it bend you better not put it in Whoa. What? <laughs> I'm sorry? What, <laughs> what the fuck is happening, man? Um, then oh, Vicky waiting, yeah. But Vicky then we waiting. got fucking trust. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. Trust is really so fucking dope. I love trust. I just want to say real quick about the intro to Vicky waiting, where, he's, where Jack Nicholson, you just hear him say, I'm of the mind to make some Mookie phone book and i was just like what the fuck does mookie mean <laughs> like wait was that, was that a phrase <laughs> the the samples of the voice clips from the movie <laughs> so on random. most of these tracks it doesn't fucking work at the beginning yeah. of party man i think it works oh perfection um, <laughs> like i this this that song has anyone done it before this song of a like here is a sample that's going to be in the hip hop song that's from a movie like because the, huh. the first time I remember people doing that is Wu-Tang Clan in 1992. Did anyone do that before this song, though? Hmm. Because I'm trying to think. Like, think of. Yeah. Um, hmm. So I was like, wow. I was thinking, I was like, this is actually kind of innovative. And I, it, what's funny is that I think he was probably just fucking around and just going like, hey, I'll just do this. I'll just do it. You know what? I was doing it for the movie soundtrack. Let's just put a little clip of the movie up there. Because like, it sounds cool in that sort of like Wu-Tang Clan. It's not actually recorded that well on the tracks. So you can kind of <laughs> hear a little bit of a hissing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it adds a bit of coolness to it. And then, yeah, just the, the fact that it's like Mookie, I was just like, isn't that, a, isn't that the character from Do the Right Thing? Like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, yeah. Like, what? <laughs> but, yeah, fuck all that. Let, let's get... <laughs> Trust. Let's get... Trust. Do ya. Come. Sex. You know sex. he's got to say sex. <laughs> the way they fucking slide that in there. <laughs> it's so like, God damn it, Prince. <laughs> and, and this instrumental is just fucking nuts. And again, oh, the horns go way over the top. Woo! <laughs> there, there was a God song recorded for the soundtrack that was supposed to play in the part of the movie where Trust played instead called 200 Balloons. Huh. It's not as good. It, uh. from, from what I heard, it basically got remixed into Bat Dance. Mm. Like, he just uh. took <laughs> the song and just made it Bat Dance. Jesus. Like, he, he really was like, we're using all the scraps of this fucking... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, um, but, yeah. But, but then yeah, but like, I, I, trust plays. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Tr tr but in the movie, trust plays a little bit, and then I remember Joker is like on the on the, like the parade float. Yeah, pumping goes, his hands. Who do you trust? Who do you trust? <laughs> he does that little voice. Yeah. Yeah, oh, Jack Nicholson is a fucking madman in that movie. <laughs> he he is why that is like an all timer for me. Like, yeah, I love Batman Returns for way more reasons. Oh, sure, but sure. The first Batman is so fucking good, and mainly 
because Jack Nicholson is an amazing yeah. villain in that movie. And I and I remember as a kid, we had the VHS, and I'd you see Jack Nicholson's name first, and I always remember as a kid being like, but he's not Batman. But like, as soon as he watched the movie, he's like, nah, you know why this motherfucker gets top villain? He might as well be. <laughs> Didn't he also get like 5% of like any uh, revenue that the movie makes or something like that, which is basically why like he's able to just like not do that many acting roles after this movie. Oh shit. Yeah. I, I can fucking yeah. imagine the, the, the merch <laughs> and the fucking residuals from this have got to be insane. Yeah. But oh, I just want to quote this one lyric from the whole lyric is like, come, it's easy. Just let yourself go. Don't put up a fight. But then he says sex. It's not that type of party girl. We're getting higher tonight. And it's like, wait, but it it's not that what kind it of about? party. It's like, wait, <laughs> yeah, what? It's like, I thought it, it seems like it is because he said sex pretty, like, explicitly. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, sex, I, that's not what we're up. doing. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to take it. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking Jermaine Jackson. I found out because he quotes at the beginning uh, of the album talking about something about like someone tried to give him X or something like that. And, you know, he's talking about, oh, like, oh man, I'd rather I'd rather drink razor blades or something like that. And, oh, yeah, yeah I, that's right. I, I forgot when he yeah, said that. I, I fell down this mini rabbit hole of like the unreleased Prince album, the black album that he never put out because, you know, he, he, he was being a bad boy on that album. And then oh. he, he, he did X for the first time. He had never done drugs, even though he's like this really freaky cat. He had never done, you know, drugs up until 19. 1987 or something like that Weird. and it was like right after he had finished this album and someone got some x form and he had such a bad hallucinogenic experience that he was just like oh my god i can't do bad stuff anymore i can't be responsible for putting bad into the world it's like and this album has a whole bunch of like dark stuff on it let, let me take this album off so it was like right before this album was set to go and you know, so there's apparently the, there's this whole thing in the prince fandom of like this is their uh this is their white whale of trying to fucking you know find this album for the longest time oh. you know Oh, I mean. wow. like, he had said it was coming out and then all of a sudden a whole bunch of people who were anticipating that album they just it just didn't drop and a whole bunch of people were just like wait what the fuck happened and like it was, apparently some of the copies got out so some people had it oh. so it was like just enough out there to be like oh no it exists but where is it yeah oh that's wild <laughs> yeah that's crazy um but then we, we got to get to what i think is my favorite track on this goddamn album oh yo every time you kiss me Living curse, never can resist the living curse. Every time you do me, such a rush. Oh man, I am not. Look, oh, it goes right through me. Like I'm not doing any justice to the cool <laughs> ass fucking harmonies. They're so fucking tight and high, and it's like, did it, did it, did it. Like, oh my god, uh, dude, I don't know what a fucking living crush is, but I wanted to no. buy it. <laughs> I have no idea what you're fucking talking about here. I can only speculate. <laughs> But yeah, and there's like a xylophone synth throughout it too. Yeah. There's like weird, and especially, especially by the end, this song floats right on over into Oingo Boingo territory. It just goes off the fucking rails. Madness. And like I said, it was just like, yeah, dude. Well, yeah, yeah, we all know that Batman villain, Lemon Crush. Like, what the fuck? Is, what are you oh, talking yeah, about? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> it was like, like I said, I, like, I could totally imagine, though, because this sounds so good, I could totally imagine that it's like, it's the 1989 Batman movie, and oh, Batman's got to go to the local corner store to pick up a can of Lemon Crush before he goes fight crime, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I was sitting here like, they never made a lemon crush, did they? Why not? Hmm. I mean, this is the fucking campaign song for it. They might as fucking well, like, wow, y'all really just left money on the table. <laughs> I, I literally would have bought this and be like, I don't even, like, it could have tasted like fucking Simpsons piss. I still would have fucking drank it because this song is so goddamn cool. 
I, I just wanted to be seen with Lemon Crush, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, Scandalous might be um, the worst song on the album. <laughs> yeah, it just plods on. It's not More nearly... This is the one where I was like, not too. nearly... Yeah, I was like, not nearly as sexy as Slow Love or any of the joints that like actually like sexy, sexy. And oh my god, the stock female sex grunt noises was so yeah. just like, dude, oh. stop it, stop it. <laughs> now there was something about this that I wanted to bring up. A maxi single was released after the single titled "The Scandalous Sex Suite," what? which contains a three-part. 19-minute suite of the song Whoa. Scandalous with three oh. parts. The crime, oh. the passion, and the rapture. Wow. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I would have been able to... Because at six minutes, <laughs> this was already kind of testing my patience. <laughs> Scandalous. That Yeah, maybe part two and part three would have been a little bit more upbeat. It uh, might have picked may, up. Speaking of doing a three-parter... Yo. We, 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 we gotta talk about the, the albatross of the album. <laughs> Bad days! The big single. Okay, so for me, I hated this when I first <laughs> heard of it. I absolutely hated it. I, like, you know when you hear a song and you're just like, where the fuck are the verses? Why the fuck is it just like this formless fucking, what is happening in this song? Like, get, like there's no structure, <laughs> you know? I don't like this song either. It, it's nah. not good. <laughs> it is a mess. It's in, it's it's a fucking blob of a song. Um, <laughs> I do again really like the Oingo Boingo at the top. That absolutely has fucking Danny Elfman all over it. And since Danny Elfman did the fucking score for the movie, I'm pretty sure. Why Prince and Danny Elfman didn't work together oh on shit? Oh my god! That would have been incredible. Whoa. What in that happened? <laughs> but the with the music and the sound clips from the movie happening in the background so much. Jesus, it's so it, awful. It sounds like when you play a pinball machine. <laughs> and there's just like the music that plays in the background when you're playing the game. And there's just random sound bites from the movie. Batman, v Vicky Vale, get, I like Batman. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> See, I like Batman. <laughs> you brought that up just the, okay just initially Vail, say, Vicky, I just want to go Vicky Vale Vale Vicky Vale <laughs> it's like just how it starts off with the get the fuck like like some sort of a uh, like that character like it's the character from uh, uh, Reefer Madness you know who's like all uh, uh, smoked oh, shit. out he's like get the fuck <laughs> you know what I mean see I don't mind that <laughs> I do think it goes downhill from there, though. It, it just happens to, but, like, that should have been a, oh, the first line is right before the drop. Get the fuck out! And then drop it. But when you keep doing something that exasperated, it sounds silly. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it just, that's true. Oh, my God. That part where, it, it, not, not a sample, mind you, but just where the music cuts off and you were, he's like, do it. Boom. And he's like, keep busting. Keep like, busting. <laughs> See, I like that too. <laughs> really, the only parts of the song I don't like are the shoehorned samples from the movie. <laughs> it's 
doing it's just the music oh, has to dip out. This town needs an enema. What was that doing in there? <laughs> oh my god, wait, wait, wait. We got because this is the fucking suite. Uh the techno suite that we had going on here. Cause uh I, is this the first like techno song to hit number one, I guess? Cause it, this is, it like, was a number one single, yeah. yeah. I was just like, how were people here listening to this this on the radio? Were they listening to the whole thing? Like I wish I could go back to 1989 and hear what was happening. Cause no one plays this on the radio now. This isn't, you know what I mean? This hasn't been grandfathered in with the other, you know, with the big print songs like Kiss or whatever. You know, no one's remembering this. So it was like, what the fuck was it like? Be like, oh man, the new print song. I can't wait to, you know, try to imitate the next, you know, uh, melodic line he throws at us. You know what I mean? What musical genius has he given us? And then just hearing this and be like, what the fuck? What's happening? See, and, it, mm. it, it's hard to picture it being a hit single on the radio. I just gotta say, if you see the music video, oh yeah, sure. Where it's just a group of dancing people in Batman costumes, <laughs> and a group of people in dancing Joker costumes, and then you got Prince there in like a half Batman, half Joker right. costume. <laughs> the dichotomy of man. That you know. Oh my God, that was look. He's more brilliant than we could have ever guessed. All these like weird lyrics where he's going between Batman and Joker. He is both. <laughs> now I do remember there is the other music video that we've talked about before, where he's like just the he's just in the Joker suit and he's at that party and he kills Weird Al. Wait, wait, what was it? <laughs> this, I, mean, I know I've mentioned this on the show before. There's what a guy who literally was like has curly hair, glasses, and a mustache and a Hawaiian shirt, and he leans <gasps> in and he has a cigar in his mouth, and Prince lights it, and the and the fucking cigar explodes. <laughs> what video is this? It's the it's the oh wait, wait, am I looking at the wait? This is the Party Man music video. Never mind. Hold on one second. Prince is so like weirdly sensitive about that type of shit. Cause like I remember this being a whole like you know a uh, whole thing where like hey you know I ask people to do parodies of their songs and the only person who doesn't let me do it is Prince you know and he's and like people asked him it's like oh how come you haven't done any Prince parodies it's like eh, you know some people don't have any sense of humor and wear purple you know it is the Party Man extended version music video right. Oh, wow. Oh, so they were like, hey, man, you can't be dissing Weird Al, man. You gotta cut that out. <laughs> There's a part in the music video also where a small chimp is on a piano. I am just watching through this. I have not watched this Party Man video, I don't think. The chimp pops up at the 4 minute and 30 second mark where he this gives is... him a phony banana. And I gotta, I gotta think that that's a diss to Michael Jackson and his fucking bubbles, right? Wow. Wow. Because it's like, you know, P Petty Prince yeah. has a beef with Michael Jackson, and then he kills oh, yeah. <laughs> God damn. Getting all the people back in his music videos. And oh my god, look at the end of the video. At the end of the video, it's so stupid. It's like, oh, all of these people are dead, I guess. And then the police come in, and they're like, oh, look, I think he did it. I guess he started laughing. <laughs> And, and it's just like, the police go in, they're like, oh, oh, no, we're too late. And they look at Prince as the camera zooms out, and he's like, ha, 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 ha. And he just walks out, and it's just like, I mean, you can still get him. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, looking at him. He's just over there laughing. <laughs> it's like, nope, he already did the crime. He got away with it. <laughs> no, we can only catch you in the middle of the crime. If you already did the crime, you, you win. <laughs> Wait, and then it just pops up. God damn it, the fucking cards on the, on the, on the YouTube 
music video. I can't. Ah, so you can't fucking see it. Yeah. I can't see it. It it pops up and it has it has like characters down the right side of the screen. Yeah. Thing. I tried to turn off like the annotations or, or whatever the fuck you're supposed to turn off to make, but nothing's working. God damn it! Hold on a second. There's only one way to solve this. Maybe I'll make it large. No. No. <laughs> I, I, I have to download the music video and then look at it. This is what you're forcing it. us to do, YouTube. This is your fault. You brought this on yourself. Give me one second here. I'll find out in, in just a second. This ain't over yet. <laughs> I would have never guessed. So there's, so there's another part we'd never oh. see. Oh no, the crimes the crime wave continues. This video's already seven minutes. How much more could there be? I've only begun. Oh, I've not God. yet begun to spread crime. Uh, watch the oh, watch man. the story continue in the nineteen minute scandalous suite. No. Oh my oh my god, so getting back to the fucking song though. Yeah. So because uh, I'm enjoying the guitar part for a bit because the guitar yeah. kind of starts to go off and I'm like, oh shit, we're, we're fucking going off. And then it cuts off so awkwardly to introduce the like slower Vicky Vale part. So it just feels like the song just tripped over itself. Like I felt like I was listening to like a cheap South Park early season music cue, you know, where it's like, like the way it switches up and it like, and it does a little thing where it's like repeating the part that it kids it to. So it sounds even more like a mistake, you know? So it's like the music's going, Vicky, 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 I like Batman. Ooh, yeah. Oh my God. Knowing that this is his wife Who's at the time that? makes it even more awkward. I mean, even more Vicky silly because he's, you know, he's talking to his wife, but he's like, Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. I want to bust that body. Oh God. <laughs> I want to bust that body. Because uh... like, it doesn't even sound believable. No. So he, what? Oh my god. What then, is uh, it about Prince, man? Like, he has this reputation of being so smooth and slick. And then it's like him and Gina Easton, no romantic chemistry. Now it's, it's now it's in this like, oh, I want to bust that bot. It's like, what the hell? Who is this? <laughs> this is not Prince. Yeah. And then, uh. This uh, is the Joker. Uh, I'm the Joker, baby. Keep busting. He's gone mad. <laughs> <laughs> this is Prince uh, on Joker Toxin. I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> that, that's it. Uh, uh, no, oh yeah, I've got to go to work. But I've got to go to work. <laughs> if, <laughs> it's just so. Uh, and then don't they? Yeah, they start uh, randomly putting in parts from earlier in in the album. If a man is considered guilty for what goes on in his mind, it's like, oh, man, that's not even the good part of the song. Is it? Yeah, it starts sampling a whole bunch of different parts from other songs from earlier. All the songs that got released as singles, I think, ah, I get sampled again in this one. So it's well, like, dang, oh, it's like an overture That's actually at the brilliant, end. yeah. <laughs> at first, I was like, man, this absolutely sucks ass. It is so jumbled and awful. And it reminds me of, like, you know, other songs like Welcome to the Terror Dome or, like, Rock Me Amadeus, where you're just, like, <laughs> you're listening to it. And you're just like, wait, is this the... When are the verses starting? What? It was, like, you know, you have to make sure that you get it. You get, you hear at the beginning the version where the girl sings, Ooh, rock me, I'm a dance. It's like, okay, that's the one where the actual verses happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, there's another version where it's just like the club mix, and it's just like, it infuriates you after a while, right? Where you're just like, where the fuck are the verses? <laughs> like, um, but yeah, with this one in particular, I was just like, oh my God, this is so bad. It's so awful. And then when I kind of hear it, like, by the, when it switched back, to the, the second part where it gets like this town needs an enema and it was just like I was sort of going like 
do I kind of like this? <laughs> it's like, do I like that this is being ambitious and like, you know, doing something different? Like, hey, we're giving you sweets. It's cutting off the music, doing a different thing. And then I, you know, had to listen to it again for actually reviewing to it. And I was like, no, no, I don't like this. <laughs> like, it's an interesting idea, but I don't like this. And then yeah. there was a, one part where it's like, there's parts of this uh, song where it sounds like it's a sample, but I don't think it is. Because I was like, I don't remember that being in the movie, but it sounds like it's like it has that little clip. You know, that clip sort of hissing sound to it was like, here's someone going like, don't stop dancing. No, damn it. Turn the music back up. You son of a bitch. And then you hear an explosion. I'm like, what part of the movie was that? (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I think that was just recorded for the song. What I thought you were going to say was how the song ends. Oh, wait, how does it end? It has has a voice going, Batman. And then Batman just goes, stop. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Cause, wait, the, oh no, you hear the um the Joker's uh that little Joker thing that remember that the little uh, laughing oh, yeah, thing yeah. that he has at the end? Yeah, yeah. And so it's like it goes on for a little bit longer, it gets a little obnoxious, so he goes like stop. <laughs> and it actually so it actually is kind of like a I, no, I am actually glad Batman stopped that. That is the one crime you stopped was that going on too fucking long. <laughs> Stop. It's, just a, it's just a voice that yells, Batman, stop. <laughs> it sounds like, it sounds like, like you know, the, the, someone's at the scene of the crime and it's just annoying them and the cop's like, Batman. It's like, it's voice activated, stop. <laughs> See, if it was just him saying stop at the at the laughing, right. I, 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 I agree with you. But it sounds like he's telling the guy who's yelling yeah, Batman to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Batman, Batman, stop. stop. <laughs> uh, uh, like, he's like, he's enthralled in a game of fucking Parcheesi. <laughs> Batman, stop, okay? I mean, respect my personal time. <laughs> he's trying to play Jenga. He's trying to plan out which brick he's gonna pull. Batman, stop. <laughs> I'm off the clock, you can't. <laughs> Look, just because I'm in the suit doesn't mean I didn't have time to get out of it, alright? I can never turn down Jenga. You know me. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Man. So, what would you rate this album? Uh, I got a 3.75. You know, I got to give it that four. I got to. Yeah. I got around Like, for as stupid as the last song is and how much it, like, basically almost ruins what was going for most of the track. Like, so much of this is so, like, like, God damn it, this is a Prince album. Like, what the fuck? Like, this isn't some, oh, this is just a throwaway. No, bitch, this is a fucking Prince album. And these are some dope-ass cuts, like, and these deserve to be fucking hits. Like, holy shit, this was fucking, for the most part, uh, really enjoyable. (laughs) Yeah, I think, like, it definitely doesn't come across as stuff I had laying around. It definitely feels more competent than that. But also, when you told me that's what it was, I also wasn't surprised by it. Right. I was like, yeah, I can see that. This is just the level of competency of Prince when it comes to, like, <laughs> the music that he makes. So these are what the Lucys end up sounding like, you know? I think it's just between Bat Dance, fucking Vicky Waiting, and Scandalous. <laughs> yeah. That's a third of the album. Yeah, that's There's only true. nine songs, and that's three of them that I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, you can cut all those. So it's like, eh. But... Yeah, the you songs know what? If that it, I do fuck it, with are really fucking good. So right, They're, they so knock it out of the park. And you know what? If uh, if that fucking 
whatever the hell that track was, Scandalous was the three-part suite, then I would definitely knock it down. Oh. Like, no, you, you can have two three-part suites in a row, motherfucker. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if they just slapped a random 19-minute song on this fucking oh, thing? Oh, man. Would have oh stopped God. the momentum dead. Yeah, no way would Warner have let him get away with that. Yeah, well, thank God Batman diverted that alternate universe. So, you know. Fucking Batman told him to stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got to put a 19-hour uh, suite on this album. Stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> <laughs> that about does it for this week's episode of Going Off. And we not, not only thank you so, so much for spending your time with us. We greatly appreciate it, spending your time sitting down and listen to this episode of three solid reviews but we also want to thank the people who did request those albums and we want to let you know yes. that if you were sitting at home and there's an album that you would like to hear us talk about head on over to our Kofi. black november continues about a week and change left i think by the time this goes mm-hmm. up so not exactly in. sure um either way it ends when november ends so you have till the end of the month to get fifty dollars off a album review request for the rest of the month, head on over to Kofi.com. That's ko-fi.com slash going off G-O-I-N-O-F-F. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter and YouTube and Patreon and our individual Kofis and uh, the Fanhouse Riffcoms page, fanhouse.app slash Riffcoms. Patreon.com slash Rap Critics to yep. join the uh, Rap Critic Discord and chat with me and fellow fans, get to see the episode early. Uh, and uh, of course, yeah, my Kofi, Kofi.com slash Rap Critic for uh, stuff outside of just album reviews. If you want to review, like, a, if you want me to review a song, if you want me to review a movie, if you want me to do a uh, live stream. Um, and uh, yeah, that feels like about it, right? Yeah, um, I don't know about yourself, but I plan on staying on Twitter for the foreseeable future. Yeah, it is a look, bit of a fucking dumpster fire, admittedly. Yes, yes. But I honestly, I stay on there just to be like, hey, there are people on there that I can like hit up and be like, yo, you want to do a collab? Like, that's literally what I use it for. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you, you, like yeah. these it, Twitter, all these social media apps are tools. OK, you know, and you <laughs> yeah. use them for your benefit. Don't let them use you. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you're right. getting angry and yelling at, you know, uh, some rando online because they don't 100 uh, percent agree with your opinion. Just know you are being used as the tool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, th- that's what I've been realizing. It's like, all right, step back. I don't need to argue with randos. Use it for the tool that I need. Hey, there's lots of people on there. Oh, let me hit up somebody. Da, da, da. That's what that that's what I use it for. You know what I'm saying? Not to try to someone's wrong on the Internet. It must be correct. Fuck that. <laughs> we ain't got time for that. So I say all that to let you know that our Twitter links and everything are in our link trees in the description. So make sure you're following us so you don't miss updates on anything and know what we're talking about. And sometimes we'll talk about, you know, upcoming things we're working on and stuff. So you don't want to miss out on mm-hmm. anything. But until right. next time for Going Off, I'm Muse. And I'm the Rap Critic. And Chief, aren't those the assholes from that podcast going off? Bored. Never into sentence in a preposition. Oh, I mean, that podcast off in which they were going. Stop.